Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yeah, holy hell. <laughs> uh, it was a monster. It was a monster game uh, in a lot of different ways. Definitely physical, but the pressure I think that both teams were under was huge, and Hopefully it was a great spectacle because it was awesome to be able to watch that as well and um, some really positive stuff from us and um, yeah, it's good. I think consolidation definitely of uh, combinations. Um, I also feel that there, when we were under pressure, that we kept ball retention. There was only a few things in regards to coughing it up, but overall, I think that's massive shifts from what we've been able to do. Um, and I think as individuals have really stood up against the physicality as well. So um, pleasing. Well, joined by Storm Purvis this morning, of, of course, a crowd goes wild fame and uh, Sky Sport uh, on the back of the fact that the Silver Ferns have scored their first ever series win over the Aotearoa men, uh, backing up that first win with a tight 59-58 game. It was a real seesaw affair. Uh, the men were ahead just at half time by one. It was really uh, quite a thrilling encounter. So there's plenty to like about the performance with a number of youngsters stepping up. Um, and I would imagine, as we just heard those little clips there from Dame Nolene Taurua, it's, uh, it's almost a situation storm where, apart from the result in the series win, she's starting to achieve some of the things she set out to do post that series against the English Rose. Yeah, it's great to see um, hear her talk about combinations and settling those combinations because um, I had a few questions, I guess, after that English series around who she was really looking at and, and how she wanted to play certain players. And it's been great to see um, combinations stay out there for longer than a quarter um, in this series and just see teams really, oh, sorry, the team really kind of solidify um, those pairings, especially in the midcourt in particular. I'm loving Maddie Gordon at centre. I think she's combining really well with Gina Crampton. And, um, yeah, they've been a fun, a fun couple of games to watch, haven't they? They have been fun. Uh, it's a bit of a novelty thing, but I, I think it's more than that, isn't it? Uh, I mean, for a lot of people, it's men versus women, so it's, it's still quite a new concept, but um, I, I think it's, it's fitting the bill to exactly what she wants. Yeah, I don't think it's unfair to call it a novelty. Like, it, it really is, and I think there's no illusion that this is... Uh, the Ferns and Knowles are under no illusion that this is quite a weird concept. Um, but in terms of getting what she wants out of it, 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 it's great to see. I guess we have to remember as well, this is nearly a third string men's lineup for the Aotearoa men. You know, mm. they had five or six players in Aussie that couldn't make it, five or six in Auckland and the Waikato that couldn't make it. So um, for them, it's a super exciting occasion for this men's side. But at the same time, it, they're really filling the, need, <clears throat> the needs must at the moment with their players out on court. So 
I don't want to take anything away from the Ferns. They're playing amazing, and the fact that they are managing to grind up these wins against the men is fantastic. But um, it's not the men's team that we're used to seeing in the past two Cadbury series, unfortunately. Let's look at the areas of the court, which, uh, of course, um, are a major focus here. Look at, let's look at the shooting end. Uh, two very young players coming into uh, this uh, particular season of netball as such. Uh, what, are you, what have you made of their development? Oh, I, I am loving it. I'm loving it. It was so great to see Tiana Maturo back on court um, at goal attack, and I think her combination with Grace Nwicky, who is just, well, she's no longer a superstar in the making. She is a superstar and has been for the past two seasons in the ANZ Premiership. So to see that finally translate into the black dress is, is fantastic. Um, if she can, you know, take some of those high balls and be as strong as she is in um, her feeds and catches and rebounds against, you know, two huge men, then that's only going to bode well for the future when she comes up against England and Australia um, in the international game. So it's great to see her performing so well and to see Tiana come on and just play with so much confidence and, um, you know, nothing phases her. And well, I don't even know how old she's, 20 or whatever, but the fact that she looks like a, you know, seasoned pro out there and really takes charge of that attacking is very exciting. Certainly putting uh, a lot of pressure on uh, the established players uh, in terms of not just the future, but the now, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. And I think, um, obviously, uh, the Silverstone's captain, the usual captain, Amelia and Ignacio, she's due to have her baby in November, so she's out at the moment. Um, but in a way, it's been great timing because it's given a chance for the likes of Tiana. Um, even Jamie Hume <clears throat> looked pretty good in her cameo on Sunday night you know, get these chances. And the men's series is a great opportunity to do that because they're not necessarily tests. They're not official tests. Um, and it's just a, a really great chance for Nolene to try these players and, you know, let the cream rise to the to the top. And I think Tiana's someone who's just definitely um, really owned that position. And I'd say the likes of, I mean, Tapia Sobirikic, she's a friend of mine. I don't think she'll mind me saying that she's probably feeling a lot of pressure at the moment to really step it up in next year's ANZ season because that position is... Um, well and truly up for grabs, absolutely. Maya Wilson? Yes, Maya. Look, I, she's a goal shoot. She's a boss in at goal shoot. She plays that strong, holding, almost basketball-style game where she screens and sets up um, her positioning so well. But to see her get a start at goal attack um, last night, I actually thought she did a really great job, and she's not a player that many would expect to do well at goal attack or run out at goal attack. But um, that combination with Grace and Wiki, I mean, have you ever seen a taller, bigger, stronger shooting circle? Um, that was really cool to watch. I mean, the, the change it brought on when Tiana came on with her kind of skills and smarts in that more traditional goal attack play, it was really nice to see the contrast and, and the adjustment that Knowles was able to make depending on who she put out there. Um, I think Maya adding goal attack, you know, that string to her bow is just definitely going to, help her with, um, I guess, selection issues in the future because obviously a player that can play two positions competently is, is going to make it another player that maybe only plays one. So um, Stokes for Maya, I think she had a pretty shaky ANZ season and, you know, we could all see that maybe her confidence level wasn't where she'd like it to be and, and maybe had a few issues there. But, you know, great to see her really step up last night. And, yeah, the shooting end, considering in the past it's been an end for the Ferns into New Zealand that we've, you know haven't been so blessed in terms of depth, it's, it's really great to see now that Knowles is going to face some selection issues in the not-too-near future. Mm, absolutely. 9-12 here on SENZ.
Uh, we're t- talking to uh, Storm Purvis about uh, what uh, she saw last night and uh, over the, the series against uh, the Aotearoa men. Uh, look, at, let's get to the other end of the court, shall we? Uh, Karen Burgess having one heck of a season controlling that defensive end um, at, at the, all the levels she's been playing. So she's, she's pretty much becoming the rock there. She is at the moment, and she's had to because um, she is the only experienced player really down at defensive end and someone that would be selected regardless of injuries um, in the Ferns at the moment. And, I, you know, she's my favourite player in the Ferns at the moment. I love watching her play. She's a defender that can play all three positions, wing defence, goal defence, goal keep, um, which is invaluable in today's game. And it's just her power, like her ability. I'd love to know what her standing jump is because she's not super mm-hmm. tall, but... She is strong and she reads the game so well and can jump so freaking high. Um, and it's a pleasure to watch. So it's nice to see her really step up in terms of the game smart and the game plan and working as a defensive unit because maybe that's been one side of her game that she um, hasn't really needed to develop thanks to her natural ability. So this series, it's been great for her to really step up and take control of that defensive end. And yeah, I mean, I'm loving her combination with Kelly Cherry at the moment. So let's look at the transitioning area of the court, uh, the one that takes us from either defence to attack or vice versa, the, the mid-court as such. Uh, are you happy with what, what you're seeing there? Look, I think that's um, another part of Karen Berger's game that's really great. She drives really strongly and she's a very solid option in attack, um, in attack as a defender because quite often you get these goal defenders that you know, don't really know how to pass the ball or don't know how to read attacking play. So um, it's definitely super important these days that you have someone who's confident to do that. And I think the change in having Claire Kirsten in at wing defence, um, she obviously comes from an attacking background, um, played centre in the last series, but I, I'm loving her at wing defence and, and letting Maddie Gordon run the cutter at centre. Um, I think the Ferns are actually doing a much better job this series at bringing the ball down than they did in the English series. So I have no doubt that would have been an area of court that Knowles would have wanted to work on, and I'm hoping she'd be pretty pleased with it. Um, the improvement, I guess, from the English series to this one. So you mentioned briefly about uh, the men's side being depleted uh, in terms of uh, their top-line players, uh, but yeah, it just shows you there's a bit of depth there, isn't there? I mean, you know, some of the performances last night, I mean, at the shooting end, etc., cetera, um, when they're still trying to find their feet as a combination... Uh, it shows there's, there's a real... Uh, just how strong is men's netball, Storm? I mean, and, and you know, this is a great illustration of it. How, how strong is it in this country, and, and what are the incentives to be playing it? Look, there's a huge underground scene of men's netball in this country that so many people don't know about, and it, it's been around mm. for years. So it's great for them to, I guess, be in this position and not having almost 12 players available that they have had to go out um, and send some SOSs out to some players that have been around for a long time. I mean, you mentioned the shooter, Jay Gaudard. He's he's turning 41 today or tomorrow, I think, so, mm. and he's been playing for a long, long time. Um, but he got the call last week to say, hey, mate, can you come in and play in this series because we've got no one else. Um, and to come in and shoot at 100% his MVP of last night's game, it's incredible. You know, these players haven't played together. Um, they didn't really have any camp or any time to gel they're not high-performance athletes, so they're not as conditioned as the Ferns are, which you know might play a part in tonight's game. We'll have to wait and see. But um, I think just the ability that the Aotearoa men's coaches had to just go around the country and say, hey, guys, we need, we need you to come out and play and put this strip on and, and play in this televised series and actually look pretty damn good. Um, 
it's exciting and and men's netball there's a huge passionate um i guess contingent of people across the country that want to see the game grow and they've been around a long long time you know like you heard jody brown and adine wilson talk about victor the men's goalkeeper on the court last night and about how they used to play them in their playing days at ferns camps so i'm stoked for them that they get a chance to actually do this in a in a really cool occasion and have it televised and enjoy that um I guess, spotlight for a bit. And now I hope that going forward, they actually start, you know, developing some younger players and giving some of the younger men around the country a chance to be involved in these series. Because I'm not going to lie, it's a pretty, it's an old team for the men out there at the moment. And there are young players Mm. around the country that definitely deserve a shot. So keep an eye out for that. So one more game in this particular series. Still more players to be added, experienced players to add to the Silver Ferns squad. Uh, looking at this next goal, this next big thing on the map, which of course is the Commonwealth Games. What else, do, do you know if they're, uh, if they're looking behind the scenes to anything else uh, that they can do in terms of preparation and getting match play, etc.? I mean, for instance, would they consider perhaps going a little bit earlier than normally a Commonwealth Games team would go overseas and, and get some competition? Are other countries around the world exploring sort of a mini competition to all get themselves up to speed? Yeah, I, I don't know about other countries. I mean, I know I talked about it a bit on the crack as well this week, that the Jamaican netball team has, has um, sorted out their own series with the Jamaican men's netball team. Um, and I wish that was televised because I'd love to watch a Jamaican men's netball team. I feel like they would just be fantastic. So countries are definitely um, jumping on board with this little trend because, like you said, you can't get around the world and play other nations um, so easily at the moment. So it's great to see that. I'm pretty sure the Ferns are hoping to head to... Um, the Northern Hemisphere early next year. Um, that is the plan at this stage to play some games over there, then come back obviously and you know play the ANZ season before heading across for the Com Games. But nothing's really certain at the moment, is it? So I don't know. I mean, the last game tonight, I'd love to know what Knowles is thinking in terms of his selections, whether she wants to see these same players prove that they can play three strong games in a row because that's what you need to do at a tournament like the Commonwealth Games. There's no downtime. You play back-to-back games week in and week out. So Mm. it would be interesting to see whether she wants the same 12 out there to prove they can do it or whether we see the likes of Tess Toyava get another chance, um, Jamie Hume, Kate Heffernan, these young players that we haven't seen too much of in this current Fern squad. I'm not sure. I think if she's looking at the at the Commonwealth Games as that goal and that um, kind of the reason for doing what she's doing at the moment, then I'd expect to see the same seven run out tonight. Um, just in case, you know, nothing is certain with opportunities before Commonwealth Games, so you've just got to make the most of the ones you have at the moment. Sure, you've got to make the most of these opportunities, and I'm sure that uh, Dame Nolene is a little happier this morning than she was perhaps. Uh, seven, eight, nine days ago. So, uh, hey, thanks very much, Storm, for your uh, input this morning, keeping an eye on, on our behalf. Uh, and, um, yeah, look forward to chatting again at some stage. Thank you. Sounds great. No worries. Thanks, Lily.